Hey everyone. As the listener base of Chemistry for Your Life has been expanding, Jam and I have been brainstorming new ways to keep the show growing. Right now, our limiting factors are honestly time and money. So far, we've covered the cost of hosting the show for one more year, which is very exciting. And that is totally thanks to you guys buying merch and donating online to our Ko-Fi. However, if we want to expand to be able to devote more time to the show, to try new things or bring on special guests, even just to maintain our audio equipment, we need to have the financial flexibility to do those things. Ultimately, with Jam being a freelancer, a lot of things are vying for his time. And this podcast, having some kind of income will really help it make a priority for him. The same thing is going to be true for me. As I look to graduate in the next year or so, I'm trying to decide what career I want to have in my future. We would both love for this podcast to become less of a hobby and more of a career. And that would let us dedicate more time to making content and interacting with you guys. It would also help us keep all of our chemistry content open access and free of charge for anyone who wants to learn about chemistry, no matter what resources they have. And one way that we've come up with to do that is by making a Ko-Fi gold. So a few people have actually asked us about something like this. It's similar to Patreon, but essentially you can subscribe monthly at any amount, even $1, and you'll get special perks for doing so. Melissa and I don't want to put any chemistry content behind a paywall, but we will do some special non-chemistry content with our Ko-Fi Gold subscribers, such as give bonus icebreaker episodes or even a live Zoom Q&R. And starting now until the end of May, if you subscribe to be a monthly supporter on our Ko-Fi Gold at any amount, Melissa and I will send you a custom sticker and a handwritten note in the mail to say thank you. No matter where you are in the world, we will send it to you. We're going to try to do a little something special with our Ko-Fi Gold members a few times a year, so the fun will just keep on happening. To support our show and get your sticker, go to ko-fi.com slash chemforyourlife. Subscribe monthly at any amount and send us a private message on Ko-Fi with your mailing address so that we can mail you your note and sticker. We are so excited to do this. Thank you guys so much for listening and for your support. We literally could not have this show without you. And now, on to today's episode. Hey, I'm Melissa. I'm Jam. And I'm a chemist. And I'm not. And welcome to Chemistry for Your Life. The podcast that helps you understand the chemistry of your everyday life. Bonus edition. That was the first time I've ever done our intro without reading it. Whoa, really? Yeah, I just happened to not have it pulled up. So I just went free freestyle. That's crazy. I don't think I ever read the intro. Just the outro. I always read it. Huh. Well, Jim, it's chemistry question time. Oh, yes. It's been too long. We didn't do one last month. Yeah, because of the Texas freeze. Yeah. Weird to think about that because now it is warm in Texas. It is getting up to almost 80 degrees today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very warm. And just, just a little bit ago, it was very, very not. So, and so even weird. Like Amarillo right now, I think, or somewhere up in the Panhandle got some weird, super cold weather last night. I don't know if you heard oh, about that. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Very strange. Texas is a weird place, guys. It really is. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. I posted a little Instagram story where I asked if anyone wanted to drop their questions. And we got a ton of responses. Nice. They were all really fun. We got questions like, what's air fryer chemistry, food packing chemistry? How does dye work? How do reusable notebooks work? 
Why is chocolate delicious? Why does iron turn wood black? What's polymer clay? How does paint stick to things? It was amazing. Wow. That is a lot. Those are some of them sound like good episode ideas rather than just questions. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a problem. So even though we got all those and they're really good, I'm adding them all to our episode idea list and only a few of them will be answered in our Q&R today because we try to keep Q&Rs less complicated, but I loved those responses and keep them up and I'm going to definitely add them in. Nice. Very cool. Also, what is air fryer chemistry? You know what I'm saying? That one got me. I was thinking, I have no idea. That's, I don't even know how an air fryer works a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I've experienced them when my roommates had one and I probably would have never been interested in them before that, but I started using it some and then I don't live with that roommate anymore. And now I'm like, man, actually I kind of miss having an air fryer. (laughs) It's kind (laughs) of cool. It's like easy and yeah, it does seem a little bit magical. So I can see why that person asked about it. That Yeah, that was a good question. I'm curious too. Well, are you ready for the questions that we can talk about now that aren't just the good episode ideas that we can't do till later? Yeah, let's do them. Okay, this first question is from Jessica P. It's, um, it's, a, it's a heavy hitter, okay? How are you guys? <laughs> I love that question. Thanks, Jessica. I asked her if she wanted to know specifics about how we're doing or just in general. And she said, just in general, she wanted to know how we're doing. Okay. Nice. I'd say I'm doing pretty good, actually. Thanks for asking, Jessica. (laughs) I got my COVID shot, which you'll hear about as a happy thing for a week soon. Mm Mm-hmm. But I got my COVID shot, so that was exciting. I've started roller skating instead of ice skating, which I love ice skating, but this is a really good stand-in. I feel like it's been helping me at work. Things are just going really well all around. Mm. I think I'm in a a lighthearted stage the last few weeks, and I hope it kind of lasts for a little while. Hmm. Nice. I'd also say I'm doing pretty good. I think coming off the heels of some stressful stuff that I was ready to be done with, like moving, just, you know, everybody knows not super fun. Yeah. And so I think I'm still feeling like, you know, we're not a hundred percent settled yet. We've still got stuff to do and things to unpack and sort through and stuff. And so that is kind of stressful and not super fun, but it's getting easier with everything we cross off the list. So that's good. And I'm in like the third month of my new part-time job, which I've talked about a couple times working for our church. And so that's been really cool. I've enjoyed that a lot. It's certainly been different, but I think, um, been really good and I feel like I'm getting more used to that. So that's cliff notes of how I'm doing. (laughs) I do think it also feels light in some ways because it feels like the insanity of COVID is maybe with the widespread use of vaccines and people wearing masks and stuff, maybe it's starting to recede a little and maybe we're starting to get a handle on things. Yeah. Yeah. So that feels pretty good. Thanks totally. science. Yes. Thanks. Science. Oh, I also got my first dose vaccine, which I talked about a couple of weeks ago, but so Melissa and I are both half vaccinated, which is cool. Yeah. And we're hoping to maybe record in person again someday. Mm-hmm. And that'd be awesome. Which is Insane to think about. I don't even know how to do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So our next question isn't really a question. It's just a fun fact. 
from a friend of the show, Pedro. He worked in a job where there was a lot of firearms. Mm. And if they had excess gunpowder, they had to burn it out. And so he was confirming for me that if you light gunpowder on fire, it just fizzles out. It doesn't explode because we talked about that in the episode about fireworks. Right. Okay, cool. Cool. Nice. There's actually another update similar to that. I talked about how it seems crazy to me that household chemicals doesn't don't have a requirement that on their labels it has to disclose what's inside them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So my brother told me actually that he used to have I don't remember what it was, but some chemical container that on the ingredients label, it said chemicals partially unknown. <laughs> and he saved it for a long time because it was so insane to him that <laughs> they would publish that there were chemicals partially unknown. What the heck? That is very I weird. Know. So those were some of my fun updates. Huh. Interesting. Okay. This next one's from John D. Regarding the dog breath episode, like we talked about seeing our dog's breath when it's cold outside. Mm-hmm, yeah. As pilots, we learned before we're licensed that when dew point and temperature are close together, clouds form. Isn't dog breath a cloud which can quickly disperse depending on ambient conditions? So I would think, yes, that probably the way we visualize our breath both dog breath and when we breathe out and can see it in cold air is very similar to the way that we are visualizing clouds vapor. I think that's a good way to think about it. And I didn't talk about it from the perspective of dew point humidity. I wanted to talk about it from the molecular level of when we're breathing out these molecules, there's not enough space for them to be dispersed in the air as gas so they hang as vapor or mist for a moment and then they're dispersed away Mm. but i think that this is a good way of thinking about it it's like a tiny cloud in front of your face that then disperses quickly also very cool that you're a pilot john there's so much i don't understand about how plane works (laughs) how planes work so yeah if you've got any other fun facts for us hit us up absolutely this next one is from esty And she said, regarding the cabbage chemistry at home experiment, that made me wonder, when we eat food, does it turn different colors in our stomach? That is fun. So what she was talking about was when Jam did the chemistry at home episode and he blended up cabbage juice and poured it in a bunch of different things. And honestly, Esty, I don't know, but I hope it does. Esty is a chemist too, so I think she just has that curiosity, that scientific (laughs) mindset. But I don't know what happens to the food inside of our stomachs, but I kind of hope that it does change colors. I think the only people who would probably know that would be coroners who do autopsies and see the contents of our stomach. And I don't know that I really want confirmation from them. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of fun to think about. I guess you have like, you're going to have like stomach surgery or. Have your stomach pumped. Yeah. Pumped or like a colonoscopy. You'd see some of that, right? I don't know, but the lighting in there would be kind of weird. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Okay, this next one's from Dr. Moon. Dark hair has more melanin, which is a sunscreen. That's the reason why blonde hair bleaches more than darker hair. That is very interesting. Dr. Moon sent us a lot of little voice messages, and they're really fun to listen to. And so I just wanted to include this tidbit. She 
does a lot, creates a lot of content material. So go check out her Instagram, Dr. Kristen Moon. We love her. And I thought that that was good to know because we did talk about not knowing why bleach blonde hair was more bleached by the sun or not. And so I guess melanin can absorb the UV rays without taking on any damage. Nice. Interesting. Oh, and I also remembered something that I wanted to add in from the episode about dryer sheets. Mm. And that is, I think it's seventh generation has a dryer sheet that's made of paper. Oh, cool. So that's exciting. Yeah. It is not recyclable because for a good smell, they put essential oils on it. Mm. But you could compost it if you have a compost. So if you are someone who has a compost, who really loves dryer sheets, who doesn't want to get rid of them, but hates plastic, you could use a paper dryer sheet and then compost it. And even so, wouldn't that be a little better in a landfill than a plastic sheet, basically? You had to... Probably so. You had to argue. But I don't know yeah. for sure. This next one is from Nicole P. The question we've all been wondering and asking <laughs> for a long time. How long has Melissa been in school? <laughs> Nicole, when I read this, I laughed out loud. And then I immediately thought of that Sandlot scene. I don't know if this generation has seen Sandlot, but where the guy says, forever (laughs) and then i thought of that that gift from titanic where it's rose and she says it's been 84 years (laughs) that's that's where i'm at in school no um i've been in school for a long time if we don't count elementary and high school we'll start in college Mm -hmm. so i spent four years in college and then i spent two years doing an internship with my church. So I was taking classes, but not for credit. So those are iffy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I spent three years getting my master's. I was originally going for a PhD and switched over. So it took longer than master's normally do. Mm -hmm. It was a great choice. I'm really glad actually that I did that. It worked out really well in the end. And then I've been in my current PhD program for three more years. So that puts me at 12 And I think it'll be one more. So Mm -hmm. by the time I graduate, I'll have spent roughly 13 years as a student beyond high school. Wow. But two of those, you know, it could be 11 years of formal education beyond high school. Right, right. I've been a student for close to half of my life. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you talk about... I've been a chemistry student for more than a third of my life. Yeah, yeah. And if we're talking school at all, I've been in school for more than 20 years, more than 25, I think. Wow. (laughs) So a lot. I've been in school for a long time, and that's (laughs) why it made me laugh out loud, Nicole. But there is an end in sight. My current program is getting to the point where we're almost finished collecting data and I just have to write up my dissertation and I think it will only be about one more year. It could be a year and a half, but it's definitely close. I definitely will be out of school by the end of 2022. Nice. The end is in sight, everyone. Very exciting. And then you'll be able to call me Dr. Colini, hopefully, unless something goes terribly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is a fun one. From Carol, the English coach, who is your favorite Avatar character? 
Okay, I think my favorite Avatar character is Appa. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was super worried you were going to say the one I was going to say, and I was going to be kind of mad because you haven't finished it yet, and then I was going to feel a little bit like, hmm, that's not fair. But you said Appa, which is okay. Okay, what were you going to say? I was going to say Uncle Iroh. Oh, he's good. Yeah, he's awesome, dude. So cool. He is really good. He seems like a just kind of a silly old man, but he's really hardcore, actually. Totally. And like had that whole warrior past and then became a much more mm-hmm. kind of peaceful person, but is still very capable and so wise and sticks with yeah. his nephew and guides him and stuff. It's, Even when his nephew doesn't deserve it. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, dude, it's he's great. I only liked him more and more as things went on. I remember kind of being like not totally getting him at first because there, there'd be kind of silly things he'd do. And I wasn't really sure. Is he meant to just mm-hmm. be comedic value or what's he doing? And his value as like a wise, you know, presence for Zuko became way more obvious. So I think he's one of my faves. What's the brother's name? Uh, uh, Sokka. I blanked. Sokka. Yeah. Um, I do love the uncle. Sokka is probably my least favorite character, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do appreciate that in the very first episode, they acknowledge that he's a misogynist, which is advanced for a kid's show. Yeah. In the very first episode, he says some stupid thing and his sister says, you're misogynistic and all these other things. Uh-huh. And I was pretty impressed because he really kind of is, but he grows over time. <laughs> Yeah, he's not my favorite either, for sure. (laughs) So if you love Avatar, you could write in and tell us who your favorite character is. Yes, please do. And that question was from Carol, the English coach. She has a podcast and an Instagram where she teaches English and she has the most soothing voice. So definitely go check her out. (laughs) I really like her content. And she does chemistry stuff. She does all kinds of stuff. I really appreciate her Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's a lot of variety. Um, mm-hmm. but all, all with the thread of, of teaching how to speak English and pronounce certain words, know how they're used and, and sometimes in slang too, which is cool. So, yeah. Um, okay. This next one's from Harry B. He asks, what's our favorite plant? That's like trying to choose between my children. <laughs> it's pretty rough. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I think I have to say this one. So. I have a lot of plants that I really love, but there's one kind of rare variety called Haworthia cooperi that I have. Whoa. Or cooperi. I think it's cooperi. And I, it was my first succulent. Somebody gave it to me because they were leaving UNT and they didn't want to deal with it. And I took it and that's how I became a plant person. Mm. And I was worried because I'd repotted it and it wasn't doing well, but it was when my mom was really sick. Mm-hmm. And I literally looked at it one morning and said, I know you need help, but I can't help you right now. So please just stay alive while I deal with what's going on in my life right now. And I'll fix you later. Uh I said that to my plant because I speak to them. (laughs) And then I drove away and I was buying groceries for my parents at that time. And because they had so much going on, you know, and while I was at Kroger in their town, I found that exact variety of plant. On clearance, which is very, it's a very, very rare plant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) It was left over from Valentine's Day. It was on clearance for like three bucks. Wow. And I sort of took it as a sign that 
everything was going to be okay. And I brought it home with me and it flowered and it's thriving. And it also happened that day, something really hard happened with my mom uh, when she was battling with cancer. And so it sort of made me feel like everything was going to be okay, even though it was really hard that day. So that's a little special plant that I have is very special to my heart. And it's really cute also. So I'll take a picture of it and post it. But I have a lot of other plants that I love. And all my plants have fun origin stories or have been gifts to me. And so I can spam you guys with plant pictures on Instagram if you want. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good answer. I do not have that good of an answer at all. Ooh, maybe I should have let you go first. It's okay. I liked yours. Um, (laughs) I'd rather know it and then go into mine and just know that it's not going to be as good. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, so I have always loved ivy type of plants ever since Mm -hmm. I was a kid I think mostly because my grandmother had a lot of those and she was totally like an amazing she had an amazing green thumb Um, she was the person that people would dump their plants and be like please can you bring it back to life or can you help (laughs) this not be like yeah on the verge of death and so and she loved doing that she always had so many plants but she had just a lot of room for them and none of them looked bad it was kind of amazing and she had a really cool porch too so when the season was right she had like tons of plants out there that were able to be in the you know outside but not in the direct sunlight and stuff but um i I always associated like different ivy type of plants with her and so one of my favorites is english ivy um because it's green all year round and I even tried to plant that in our first house, um, mm-hmm. uh, our rental house, twice, two different times I tried to plant it and it just would not take. The second time was because a well-meaning friend accidentally weed-eated it while he was <gasps> just being nice and oh. taking care of our yard. Or, or that was the first or second, I can't remember if it was the first or second time I planted it. But um, So that was a bummer, but then... The house I lived in after that, the second house I lived in, had tons of English ivy already. And I was oh, like I love that. all about it. It was everywhere. It was awesome. And then the house we live in now that we just moved into last month has also English ivy. Not as much, but it already has some. And so I'm like, okay, sweet. These next houses I already have it. I don't have to plant it. And I just get to enjoy Yay. its presence. So I just really like it. It kind of makes these walls of that green it's a nice like dark green color and i just like it that's really sweet i didn't know that you felt that way about english ivy i was gonna guess your favorite was pothos oh nice i also do associate with that with my grandmother but um yeah i like yeah i like them both that's sweet i like that i like the nostalgia there mm-hmm. this last question comes from at runoffert on instagram no idea. Sorry if I'm totally botching that. Um, <laughs> any more merchandise coming? Really enjoyed the first set. Good question. Uh, no, there's not going <laughs> to. No more merchandise. <sighs> Just kidding. So I think our plan right now is to have another merch run in the summer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we're generally going to do one somewhere around summer and somewhere around the holiday season mm-hmm. every year is kind of our plan for now until we until we have enough consistent demand to just have a shop open year round. Mm. But as of right now, I think it makes the most sense to do sort of batches of 
merch. Yeah, totally. And then also we talked about this a little at the top of the show, but right now, if you go subscribe at Ko-Fi to our Ko-Fi Gold, we are giving away stickers designed by local artist Nikki Newell of Thimble and Brush Co. So you can check her out on Instagram. And she's the same person who made our chemistry, chemistry, chemistry <laughs> sweatshirts at Christmas time. So she's a local artist that we love to work with. Mm-hmm. She's making some stickers for us to send out for anyone who subscribes to our Ko-Fi Gold. So that's our merch update as of right now. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Ko-Fi, there are a few people that we want to give shout outs to. But before I do that, I wanted to let you guys know. After popular demand, I finally started to make practice problem videos and put them on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) So this is not chemistry for life type content at all. (laughs) This is videos that I make for my students in my class. I have a YouTube channel where I just make videos of me solving practice problems for them of my class material. So it's just literally me running through organic chemistry practice problems. And I've started posting those on our chemistry for your life, YouTube as well. So if you enjoy listening to me talk about chemistry and you're one of the people who's asked for some videos about traditional organic chemistry practice problem stuff, I have some on there. It's not the best content we've ever made, but a lot of people ask for it. So I just figured I would also share those videos on our YouTube page as well. Hmm. Nice. And so since last time we were able to do some Ko-Fi shout outs, we've had four people donate a cup of coffee to Melissa and I, which is just our way of saying they've given a little bit of dollars to help us keep the show going. And so we want to thank Chris P, Cassie, Maria P, and Devin G. Thank you guys so much for being generous and for just helping keep the show going. We could not do this without you guys. And you guys help us keep the show going and keep the chemistry content free for anyone to listen to and learn about chemistry. Thank you guys so much for supporting us on Ko-Fi. And thank you guys for listening. For all of our listeners, we literally cannot have this show without you. And it's so fun to hear your questions and interact with you. The more I hear from our listeners, the happier I am and the more I know that we're actually reaching people and I'm getting to live out my science communication dreams and you guys are making my dreams come true. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you guys so much. This episode of chemistry for your life was created by Melissa Galini and Jam Robinson. And we'd like to give a special thanks to E Robinson who reviewed this episode. Mm-hmm.